most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? I got five dollars. This is a run to the left. How many tackles can one man break? <laughs> You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. Ooh, my goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Week 14 Fantasy Flex Podcast. This is your fantasy preview for Week 14. I'm your host, Chris Raybon, and on today's show, we'll discuss the Thursday night football slate. We'll dive into the Week 14 main slate. We'll build some lineups on DraftKings and FanDuel. As always, here to help me do it, one of the top rankers in the game, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on? What's up? I am super excited to dive into this Raiders-Rams game because we're going to it. Yes, it's going to be fun. I mean, we might see, what, are we going to see some Baker Mayfield? Hopefully. <laughs> I don't Probably know. not, but uh, there, there's a chance, apparently. Yeah, should be uh, should be fun. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll talk about that game. I just want to mention the uh, the contest winner for this week is Lukey Locks. So thank you, Lukey Locks. You can hit up podcast at actionnetwork.com. For your free year of Action Pro, uh, and remember, if you enjoy the pod, be sure to leave us a rating and review, and uh, we'll pick a winner each week. All right, let's jump into the Thursday night slate. We got the Rams, we got the Raiders. Uh, who do you like in a captain spot? Uh, so I think we're on the same guy here, but uh, I got to go with Devontae Adams. He's just on fire right now. Um, you know, he's seen a target on thirty three percent of his routes run the past five games. Um, he's had a hundred percent routes run rate in four of the past five games. So he's just out there constantly getting targets all game long. Um, and the Raiders offense is just running through him and Josh Jacobs right now. So on a short week with Josh Jacobs, you know, dealing with that calf injury, maybe they limit Jacobs a bit here. Maybe they lean on the passing game a little bit more, even though they're favorites. So, um, this could just be another monster game from Adam. So there's just not that many, other options on the slate between, you know, Adams and Jacobs. So I'm just gonna have to go with Adams here. Yeah, I love Adams. I mean, I, the matchup is actually great for Adams, too. Mm-hmm. Rams run the third most zone coverage, and Adams is second in the entire league in yards per route run uh, against zone at, at an even three. And uh, the Rams are 31st in DVOA against number one wide receivers, and they're giving up the most schedule-adjusted yards per game to number one wide receivers that are just under 91 yards per game. So, this is you know, you would think with, with Jalen Ramsey that maybe it's a tough mm-hmm. matchup, but – uh, it's really not because the Rams just aren't getting a, a ton of pressure. You can kind of just move your wide receivers around against that zone and kind of <laughs> find the open spot. So uh, great matchup for Adams here. Like with uh, DK last week, they put him in motion and he was signaling to Ramsey like, hey, come on, follow me. But he stayed on the right side. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's It's so easy to just avoid Ramsey if you want to. Yeah, the Rams, they just try not to give up explosives, but like, you mm-hmm. know, that actually helps PPR receivers. You're just getting more catches up and down the field. Yep. Um. So, yeah, love love Adams. Obviously, Jacob's an option, but uh, I think Adams is superior one this week. Now, who do you like for dart throws? Do you like darts, Ted? Oh, they're okay. I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself. Yeah. Um, so the Rams, it's it's tough because the entire team is a dart throw at this point. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to stick with uh, my boy Kyron Williams here. Um, you know, just what it looked like, Kyron is gonna be more of a workhorse back 
to close the season, uh, McVeigh just pulled the rug from under me um, and had Cam Akers be the workhorse back uh, last week. Um, to be fair, you know, the, the Rams hung in there. They got off to an early lead. Um, they didn't really get blown out by the Seahawks like I thought they might. So this is a game where they could actually um, get into a trailing game script against the Raiders. So I, I Kyron was still out there on, you know, third downs, uh, the two-minute offense. Um, so I still think he's sneaky, uh, you know, a full PPR site. Um, and, you know, last week, another player that's probably a sneaky dart throw is Bram Powell. Um, he was sort of playing the Kyron Williams role uh, last week. So he he's a guy that, you know, he's going to see handful of carries, um, get a lot of dink and dunk kind of passing opportunities as well. So um, I think Kyron and Bram Powell are the two Rams players, I think, uh, are the best dart throws. And then the Raiders side is even tougher just because, like we said, this is a this is a top-heavy offense. You know, it goes through Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs and, you know, Matt Collins on occasion. But uh, I think the uh, very, very sneaky under-the-radar thing to do here would be to have a couple of Zamir White lineups um, just because, you know, if the Raiders get up big here uh, and blow out the Rams, which is certainly possible, um, they're going to want to limit Jacobs on a short week. Uh, you know, he's dealing with the calf injury. Um, so I think Zamir White would be the guy that would eat up all the garbage time uh, carries. So, uh, and he's the guy, you know, they drafted him in the fourth round. He, they probably saw him as their 2023 starter. We'll have to see what happens with Josh Jacobs, but um, he's the only healthy Raiders uh, running back on the injury report right now. So I think we could see Zamir White get some fourth quarter action here. And again, just be just a very sprinkle in a couple lineups with White. Uh, he's uh, he's a long shot, uh, but a sneaky dart throw here for sure. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's definitely Jacob's direct uh, backup, it feels like. And then you know, the past game backs are Abdullah and uh, yeah. Bolden. Uh, I'm going, yeah, I like Brandon Powell for the Rams. You know, 34% routes run over the past three games on average. 2.7 targets and catches and uh and over a rush attempt per game over the last three games. So he's getting about four touches per game, which you know at that at that price could pay off. And he also gets returns. So a lot of different ways that he can uh score. And then for the Raiders, I'll still go with Amir Abdullah here. I think it doesn't look like it's too serious. He was listed as like a limited if they had a walkthrough. Um, but he's run around on 28% of the dropbacks over the last six games, and he's second on the team in yards per route against zone coverage at, at just under one and a half. So, you know, he could actually see some, some, some usage here uh, in that pass game, uh, given the, this type of defense that they're facing. And if Jacobs is banged up, I mean, Abdullah is going to get all the passing down game work and maybe he'll even yep. get a carry or two. I think he just got his first couple carries uh, a couple games ago this season, but uh, yeah, on a short week, uh, like Abdullah's matchup as well. Yeah, one of the things they uh, did limit Jacobs last week was in the two-minute offense. Um, he's been running that as well, uh, but last week they had Abdullah run that, so should see similar usage here. Yeah, and we do have a we have fullback Jake Jacob Johnson. You know, we're we're doing our best to to keep the fullback position alive and thriving. Make fullbacks great again. Um, but he doesn't really uh, touch the ball much in this offense. Yeah. Not the not not the not one of the better fullbacks. I think let's see how he has he's run four a targets th- this year. Yeah. Matches. So yeah, not much, not much going on. And no 15% routes run rate each game. Yeah. He might get a catch here, but not not somebody to get excited about. Nope. Uh all right, let's jump to the main slate. Who do you like for stacks? Um, so once again, I am sticking with the Lions game. So uh, I'm going with Jared Goff and Amon Ra. Uh, St. Brown again. Um, all four wide receivers are healthy. 
Um, but all that really does is open up things for Amon Ra St. Brown even more. Uh, you know, he's still seeing o- over 30% target rate. Um, and this should be a shootout. Once again, this is the highest total of the week. Unfortunately, the Jaguars didn't help us out um, and keep it close, but th- this should be a back and forth kind of game. Um, so I love the Lions stack there and then have to send it back with the Vikings. And I love a double stack of Cousins, Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. Um, you know, th- this is a revenge spot for TJ Hawkinson. His underlying metrics have been really good um, with the Vikings. So uh, this is a great spot to have, you know, that that two, that double stack and then send it back with an Amon Ross St. Brown or even a DeAndre Swift. Um, so there's just a ton of options in this game. So this is definitely going to be um, my highest stack game. I'm sure a lot of people will be stacking it, but I don't care. Uh, this is definitely the way to go this week. Yeah, and I like the I like Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, uh, KJ Osborne uh, actually Ooh. because against man coverage, Osborne uh, tends that's when he tends to have better games. He is a third on the team, you know, in yards per route against man coverage, higher than Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. So he kind of becomes that third option when they play a team like the Lions. And in their last game against the Lions, he had a season-high 73 yards, caught five for 73, and a touchdown. So I think Osborne is a sneaky uh, stack partner along with Cousins and, you know, either Jefferson, Hawkinson, nice. whoever. But, uh, yeah, uh, Osborne's a nice, cheap guy to kind of round that out. Uh, also loved Goff and Amonra. Also love uh, Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper this week. Uh, I just think that the game script is going to be totally different from last week where, you know, they essentially lost complete drives because their defense special teams were just scoring touchdowns. So this week I think it'll be a trailing game script. They are, uh, you know, six, seven point underdogs against Cincinnati here. So, uh, you know, Watson may have to throw the ball, whether you know they, he's good at it or not well, it remains <laughs> to be seen. He looked pretty rusty last week, but you know, we, we can change a lot in the NFL. So uh, maybe people will be off of him after that, that ugly game last week but uh i think uh i think watson cooper is you know cooper anytime they have a trailing game script he's just yep. money uh so yeah like like that one yeah cooper could get a boost if um david bell uh he looks like he's banged up he's questionable but when he left the game they lined up cooper in the slot a lot more and he's seen a much higher target rate from the slot as you'd expect um so if bell's ruled out you know cooper's gonna line up in the slot potentially even more um and he already has a massive target share but it could go up even more if bell's out yeah i like that all right, uh, what, do you, what do you got for dart throws? Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? Um, so there, I have a couple running backs, actually. Uh, the first is James Cook um, at 4,600. I mean, he might be the Bills' lead back right now, so he's too cheap at 4,600. Um, another guy is Michael Boone, a little bit more under the radar, but he's 4,200 this week. Uh, he was eased back in action last week. I still think Latavius Murray is going to be you know, sort of the bell cow back, but uh, Boone will probably take over most of the pass catching uh, responsibility. So, um, you know, last week they, they had the lead for most of the game against the Ravens. They lost at the very end there, but this is a game against the chiefs where they should get in a trailing game script. So I think Boone could end up catching, you know, three to five balls here. Um, so I think he's sneaky um, at 4,200. Um, and then at wide receiver, um, the guy that sticks out the most to me is LaVisca Chenault. Um, he's 3,300. Uh, Shai Smith was benched in week 12. So Chenault saw a season high, 75% routes run rate. Um, he ended up having a quiet game, you know, only caught two balls for 19 yards, but, um, you know, he's been targeted on 36% of his routes run this 
this season, probably not sustainable, but either way, if he's getting that kind of playing time, he could sneak in, you know, a four to five catch game easily here. So I like him on a full PPR site like DK, especially at, you know, min price. Um, and then a tight end, got to go with uh, Chigazim Okwanko, um against the Jags. He's only 2,700. Um, I mean, he has been just ready to pop off for a few weeks now. I think you called him um, before this stretch, which is you know, a great call, but he went off for four catches, 68 yards last week. Saw a season high, 58% routes run rate. Plus with Traylon Burks, likely out, you know, they could have a Kwanku, um, have even run even more routes this week should certainly see more targets as a result. So he has a very high ceiling for a player, just 2,700 on DK. So he's my favorite flyer, uh, tight end this week. Yeah. I like that call. Chigo, Chigo Conquo has been, I mean, he, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point he starts running more routes than Hooper. He's just more explosive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love that call. Love the cook call as well. You know, mentioned him in the other pod, but I, you know, he's kind of taken over as that weed back for Buffalo, uh, like Chenault as well. Terrace Marshall on the, you know, on the uh, Carolina as well. Like him, he's just 200 more than Chenault, and he's running around on 94% of the dropbacks the last six games. And his uh, 1.5 yards per route against zone is actually higher than DJ Moore's at 1.2. And uh, this defense for the Seahawks, they, we know they play a lot of zone coverage. So, uh, Marshall could kind of rebound here, and uh, you're getting a lot of routes for you know, only 500 or so over the minimum. And I already mentioned K.J. Osborne, like him as well. It's another guy who just plays well against this type of – the scheme that he's going to face. And the the Lions are a man coverage team. They love to blitz. And Osborne's, the, you know, better than Thielen, better than Cook this year uh, at producing against these man coverage looks. So I uh, had that 573-1 and one game against the Lions last time around, and I think he could have – a he has some more upside this time around. So like him at 3,500 as well. Now on the Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over under. For example, rushing yards in football or number of points in basketball. Then choose the amount of money that you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sweeper is that it's the only app where I can join my friends contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my group's picks with the tap of a button along with Over Under integrated into the fantasy experience itself. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash action and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash action and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, let's uh, let's go build some lineups. Let's jump over and start with DK. Go Garrett Wilson. He's still under 6K. Nice. 5,900. <laughs> That's the Bills. 15 targets last week for Wilson. Unreal. Could have had 250 yards and a touchdown. Um, let's see. Um, ooh, 
let's go with uh, DeAndre Swift at 5,800. All right. So you got uh, 54.71 average. Let's see what we got going on with defense here. Let's go Cowboys, 3,800 against the Texans. Oh, God. <laughs> Not even the highest uh, priced defense. on Probably chalky, States. but who cares? Yeah. All, All right, right, so let's... we got uh, 57.50 average. Um, let's go with uh, Kirk Cousins at QB. Okay, 6,100. All right, I'll stack him with Osborne then. Let's go 3,500 for Osborne. So we got uh, – we can still stack him with somebody else too, but we got – that gives us 60 yeah. to 25 average for running back, wide receiver, tight end flex. Um, let's see. God, I really like Hawkinson. Um, you go Hawkinson. I mean, Jefferson had a bad game last time against the Lions, so you can just go Cousins. Hawkins, <laughs> that means that means he's due. But yeah, let's let's kind of go contrarian here. Let's do a double stack without Justin Jefferson. Let's go with Hawkinson. All right. That was a sixty-six hundred average running back wide receiver flex. So we got to go with a Monra. Let's bring it back with a Monra here. Uh, we we have Swift oh, no, as we have, well, we but yeah, no, no, it's not. It can still work, but yeah, now let's go. Let's go AJ Brown here for the because I want to get an expensive wide receiver uh, that's not <laughs> Justin Jefferson is like a kind of a pivot play. Uh, Diggs obviously has a tough matchup. AJ Brown going against the man covered D. Love love the matchup for him. Jamar Chase at seventy nine. Yeah, I mean I think Brown I think Brown would probably be like Chase will be uh, more owned than. Brown. Yeah, 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 for so, sure. Let's go Brown there eight K. Uh, against the Giants, that was just fifty nine hundred for running back and flex. All right, so running back, um, let's uh, man, Pollard. Uh, his price is fair. Um, just wondering about his roster ship. Uh, I mean Zeke got more carries, so it probably won't be crazy high. It'll be it'll be it'll be in the double digits, I think. He has just a, such a massive ceiling. Uh, let's let's go with Pollard. I almost said um, as a dart throw uh, for Monday football is Malik Davis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, right? This game could get so out of hand. Um, he ends up, you know, posting like 40 yards and a touchdown in the fourth quarter or something. So he's sneaky too, but I'm going with Pollard here. All right. So you got 5,100 for flex. Let's go James Cook. 4,600. You nice. got Wilson on the other side. So, uh, yeah. So we got Cousins, 6,100 at Detroit. Swift at running back, uh, 5,800 against Minnesota. Pollard, 6,700 against Houston. You got James Cook in the flex at 4,600 against the Jets. Wide receivers are Garrett Wilson, 5,900. K.J. Osborne at 3,500. Stacked with Cousins. A.J. Brown at 8K against the Giants. And Hawkinson stacked with Cousins at 5,100 at tight end. Cowboys D at 3,800, leaving <laughs> 500 on the table. KJ, AJ, and TJ. Love it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you go first on Sandal. All right. Um, got Penny. Got Kenny Pickett's still way too cheap there, but uh, they are so run heavy. Can't, can't go there again this week. Um, let's go Amari Cooper at 7,300. All right, I'll stack him with Deshaun Watson then because uh, he's 7K. That might be cheap as he gets for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's good point. <laughs> same price as Tyler, uh, Tyler Huntley. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's go Watson there. I'll go with the defense and see if the Cowboys are priced appropriately here. Yep. 
They are. They're fifty two hundred. They are. Um, Chiefs are only forty five. Uh, Steelers are pretty 42. cheap too. Um, Huntley takes a lot of sacks. By the way, I was looking into that. Um, yeah. so I have the Steelers, my number four defense oh, of the week. Okay. Um, so yeah, let, let's go with them with T.J. Watt. You know, healthy for for all I, I know. Think, um, yeah, exactly. I never know with them, but I think he did like leave I, at one point. Oh, uh, did he? Uh, yeah. Well, he was banged up heading into the game. Yeah, I think um, like a rib thing. A rib. Damn it! But I mean, I think I don't think he's out. I think he's just yeah banged up. As long as he's active, that's all. I'll, t- I'll take that. They're thirty hundred, so I-, I do like them here. All right, let's go with. Man, running back is pretty tough this week. Let's go, Miles Sanders. Oh, there you go. Too cheap, seventy one hundred. Yeah. Uh, Giants run defense not not very good, at all. All right, so we have about seven k per player. Um, let's go with Chris uh, McCaffrey. Yeah, he should get a lot of. Uh, Mitchell, uh, he he was much more of a workhorse back um, than we've seen with him with yeah. the Niners. Uh, just with Purdy back there, I could see them just leaning on him. Just rush attempts, dump offs. So, yeah, let's go with McCaffrey. All right. Uh, let's go with Oconquo at tight end. 4,800. Nice. Yep. He's uh, got a pretty good matchup against Jacksonville. And he's kind of a Fanduel guy, you know, explosive. Yeah. Guy, so. <laughs> True. Uh, that gives us seventy-one sixty-seven for wide, two wide receivers in a flex. Yeah, uh, Bellinger is also forty-eight hundred, but he—I guess he's more of a DK guy. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah he's more likely to catch underneath passes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, love a Conquer on Fanduel. Um, so how much do we have per player? Seventy-one. Ooh, okay. Let's bend up. Do we have any Cowboys on this? Nope. No. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael Gallup. Um, bank on a two touchdown game uh, again here, but he's only 6K. Yeah. So he's pretty cheap and he's more of a FanDuel guy um, right now. So he's like the same price as like a Robert Woods or Tyler Boyd. So yeah, give me Michael Gallup here. All right. So that gives us 77.50 average here. Yikes. <laughs> I will go with, we got Watson and Coop. So let's bring it back with T. Higgins. Yes. 7,800. Wow, he is way too cheap. Yeah, so now we, we still got 7,700 for the flex. <laughs> uh, let's see. Got a lot of different options. Um, Lockett, Christian Kirk, Chris Godwin. Ooh. Um, Travis Etienne, but he – oh, man, that's a tough matchup. Tight end. Yeah, I think we'll go with receiver here. So probably – Godwin makes sense because we got McCaffrey. Yeah. I guess it'll be a trailing game script. Uh, it is crazy to think that Brock Purdy's minus. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. Yeah, let's let's go with Godwin. Bucks have I mean, a good first drive and a good last drive. He's <laughs> he's, he's more of a DK play, but uh, I like Godwin here. Uh, all right, so we got Sean Watson at seven K at quarterback. Miles Sanders seventy one hundred at running back against the Giants. Christian McCaffrey at eighty five hundred against the Bucks. Our wide receivers are Marty Cooper stacked with Deshaun seventy three hundred. At Cincy, Gallup at 6K against the Texans, and T. Higgins at 7,800 against the Browns. Chigga Conquo, tight end, 4,800 against the Jags. Chris Godwin is our flex, 7,500 against the Niners. And then we got the Steelers, D, at 3,800 with 200 left on the table. Nice. All right, there we go. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for our Week 14 Fantasy Flex Fantasy Preview Pod, 
again for more great fantasy content from Sean and I. Be sure to check out our full player projections episode out now over on the Action Network podcast channel. And every Friday morning this season, we'll have our night shift episode where we break down the Sunday night and Monday night football DFS slates. ActionNetwork.com for all of our fantasy and NFL betting content. FantasyLabs.com for our DFS tools and models. Follow Sean on Twitter at the underscore odds maker. Follow me at Chris Raybon. You can find us at those same handles on the free award-winning Action Network app. Until next time, let's get this money.